and then I had a conversation with Alex about this. And I said to him, there's some things that come up for me when I think about us working together. And here's what they are. Awareness and honesty, honesty with myself and honesty with my husband in terms of a foundation to even make that decision to go into working together. It's not necessarily whether people are working together. It's how you resolve your conflict, right? Because conflicts will come up. There's being together on a business level. There's being together on a spiritual level. And, and there's being together on an intellectual level. And there's being together on an emotional connection level. And so it's really important to know when is what and to honor those things. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And today I have my sweet, darling, better half, Teresa Dugwell, as my co host. Welcome, Teresa. Thank you, Nikki. Welcome. And we have two incredible guests lined up for you today. For the first time in the history of the Thought Leader Revolution, we are having an incredible husband and wife couple in business. And since Teresa and I are really keen to work with and support couples in business together, this is very exciting for us. This couple is an amazing couple. The lady in the couple is a long and dear friend of mine. She has been a scholar. She has been an educator. She is now an incredible entrepreneur creating groundbreaking breakthroughs in the medical technology space. And she is here with her incredible husband, who is also an innovator, who is also someone who is creating groundbreaking breakthroughs in the high-end medical technology space. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the two, the only, the legendary, Tali Rabin and Alex Mostavoy. Welcome to the show, Tali and Alex. Thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, such a great introduction. Yeah, and this is round one. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, so I think I got to set the stage. The men and women who listen to this show, they're society's greatest heroes. They are entrepreneurs. They are people who have the courage to put their dreams out there, to put their heart and soul out there for the world to look at and, 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 and denigrate, but they persevere because they believe. And they listen to this show because they want to learn from other people who are doing it and have done it, and they want to learn, and they want to believe. But before they can open their hearts to you, they need to get to know you. So tell us your backstory. How'd you get to be the great Tally and Alex? All right. So how I got into doing what I'm doing right now it's um, quite a backstory. Came upon it pretty innocently. I was actually in the space of um, peace and conflict resolution. That's my passion. Really, my passion in the world is that there's peace in the world, that people get along, and that we have a world that, that really works for everybody. And so that's been a passion of mine forever, and it still is. 
And uh, for, for a number of years, I was working in that field as an educator, more in an entrepreneurial way, educating children and parents and schools and principals on how to um, deal peacefully with conflict, how to deal with bullying. Um, and, and then later in my life, I was dealing with my own personal divorce and um, brought all of those skills and experience from a scholarly place into the practice and, um, and really had to kind of true up to the things that I was learning about and teaching about, which was how to really be peaceful um, on the ground in, re in reality. And so um, after having experience of, of peacefully divorcing in my life and then educating others on how to do that, um, I was very successful in many areas of my life. And um, one thing I wasn't very successful with um, obviously was relationship because I actually went through two divorces. I'll just skip over that really quickly, but that's, that's the reality of it. And, um, and at a certain point, I uh, really got to be very clear about who I am and what's important to me in life. And um, it took a few years, but I finally met my sweetheart who is right here beside me, Alex. And, um, and so Alex is in a, a different field act in terms of uh, industry and, and career, um, but we're definitely on the same page in terms of what we want out of life and our values about life. And, and where we have differences, we really complement each other. And uh, at a certain point after I was running my peaceful divorce coaching business for a while, and I started to do some projects together with Alex, and he'll tell you more about um, about his side of the story, um, our projects just seem to work. We just seem to gel well together. And our, the results of whatever we did just seemed to be great. And so there, you just couldn't deny it. You know, there was something that really worked. And so at a certain point, uh, the person who was working with him in his clinic retired. I said, hey, let's train me and what she does. And then I can, we can hire someone and I can train them. And, uh, we went through that process. And one day I just said to, uh, to Alex, I said, we found our person. He said, Oh, who I said, you're looking at her. It's me. So I love doing what we do, which we'll get into in a moment, but it has everything to do with making a difference for people, really standing for people. Um, and, um, and I love people and I love making a difference for people and health, which is the area that we're in. Um, very much connects to, you know, relationship, of course, if you're not, you know, healthy in relationship, it's very hard to be healthy in your life and vice versa. Being healthy in your life helps you be healthy in your relationships. So there's definitely a connection. And we've been working together for, I think it's over six. I can't even remember the time. It just seems like it was on the one hand, like yesterday. And at the same time, it seems like forever. It's been about six years, I think though. And um, we've grown together personally, um, career-wise, and uh, business-wise. And I love what we do, and I love working with my husband. That's really absolutely fantastic and incredible. You know, there are special things that couples go through when they do business together. And Teresa and I have actually decided that one of the areas that we're going to be working on with people 
is specifically couples in business. There's a couple that we're working with who are in business right now. They're actually people you know from our previous uh, studies at Landmark, I think. Uh, and it's a wonderful thing to help them be successful together. It's a wonderful thing to also see the special nuances and issues that couples have to deal with and non-couples in business don't have to deal with. So it's a beautiful thing that you're doing this and I commend you for it, Tally. So Alex, you. your turn, go. <laughs> Well, um, I remember a friend of mine uh, once told me we were, were both involved in professional politics. And uh, at the time, he said, don't ever, ever um, kind of go against a husband and wife combination because that's the strongest. And uh, it, it's true. Obviously, they need to get along. Uh, that helps. But uh, the husband and wife combination is is very very powerful uh, thing um i haven't thought about it uh, until we just uh, started talking about this so where uh, my background um my background basically i come from being trained in homeopathic medicine uh which was decades ago time flies when you're having fun um, I had a, a private practice uh, with homeopathic medicine, was uh, very busy, until one day a fellow physician who came to this and said, uh, look, you know, uh, you know, all these gizmos, they're not really for me. You know, I, I kind of like it the old-fashioned way, where you listen to people, you figure out what's wrong with them, and you give them advice on what to, what to do and how to better their health. So I came into thermography as a skeptic. Um, and then as I started learning more and more about thermography, I realized what a potential it has. So this was year 1999. So now we're going into 22, 23 years into studying this field. What I liked about thermography is that number one, it's non-invasive. So many tests are very powerful and very interesting, but um, they, they have one or another degree of invasiveness. It's highly predictive and it's very useful in, um, in assessing people's health and assessing people's risk to developing different types of disease. So initially, I got um, trained in the States. Um, that was, again, 2000, maybe 2001. Um, so I'm a board-certified clinical thermologist. And kind of organically, I, I grew out of my own location to now we have over 30 different satellite clinics in Europe. Uh, so my work involves more support education. I still do see uh, people in our clinic with Tally, and um, she's wonderful. She puts a lot of women at ease and um, makes it much, much easier for me and for them as well, because a lot of people may come in not knowing what to expect, there's always maybe a little bit of apprehension or maybe a little bit of uh, anxiety when, when they come in. So that's where we're at. 
And um, just to let you know that the day I met Tally, we couldn't stop talking for hours. And uh, we still have the same conversation. I'm war and she's peace. <laughs> so I think that that makes a great conversation. And there's always kind of nice, nice little bit of tension between us, which is which is great. No, I think that's fantastic, Alex. And what's really cool is that you guys are doing this as a couple in business. I mean, thermography is cool. The technology is cool. The fact that you got your own clinic and are supporting other clinics is cool. But what's super cool is you're a couple and you're doing business because a family that works together stays together, in my opinion. A family that thinks together stays together. A family that works out together stays together. So I think all of this is fantastic and fabulous stuff. And I would like for you guys to maybe share a bit of how you work together as a couple, because I think this is interesting to my listener. They're going to look at, listen to this and go, cool. If they're a couple in business, they might learn a thing or two from you. And if they're not, but you know, they're thinking this might be a thing they want to do. I think it's great. A lot of people say, don't ever do business with your spouse, but I disagree with that. I think you should do business with your spouse. You can trust your spouse more than you can trust anybody else. They can trust you. And the love that you bring to each other can be infused into the business and into serving everybody else. And I believe love, this, running a business and selling is actually love made visible. We only sell to people we love. That's all we do. Otherwise, why bother doing it, right? So want to hear your thoughts. It's really, so first, so I can say a few things. So first of all, I actually want to rewind for a moment because Nikki, it just occurred to me as we're speaking that you're the one that I spoke to when I was trying to make the decision, should I work with my husband? I don't know if you remember this. I remember exactly where I was when we had this phone conversation, but I, I am a, I've been an, fairly independent woman. You know, I've got my degrees. I have this idea of who I am in the world and what kind of mark I want to leave on the world. So a lot about me mm -hmm. <laughs> as a person. And that ego part of me had a bit of a difficult time thinking about putting me, that part of me aside and joining with my husband and it seemed like, well, it's him and I'm joining him. And, and where, does, where does me end up, right? So there's this kind of identity piece, if you will. And, and, um, <clears throat> and I really felt like I, I was meant to do the things that I was starting to do around peaceful divorce, coaching people and so on. How can I leave that? So I was a little attached to that part of myself and wondered how can I put that aside or should I put that aside? And, and, uh, and you actually gave me some, some, some good advice. And, but one of the many things that you, you asked me is, well, could you just do it for a while? It may not be forever. Maybe it'll be for a while. Maybe it'll be to get the business to a certain point or, or you don't know what, but you know, maybe you could go back to what you do. So when you said that, I remember it opened up a, a channel. It opened up a door of possibility for, you know, maybe I could do this and, and not feel like I'm losing myself, so to speak. And, uh, and that was really, really helpful. So, so as a woman speaking to other women who may be listening, I think one of the things that's really important is to be able to 
first of all, have the awareness of what's talking to you, what's going on for you when you're thinking about maybe working with your husband. If you're anything like I am, you know, I've got to be independent. I have to have my thing. And, and, um, and, and then I had a conversation with Alex about this. And I said to him, there's some things that come up for me when I think about us working together and here's what they are. And I talked about them and we discussed it. So again, it's being aware of these thoughts and feelings and maybe barriers and then being in communication about it and talking about it. And, um, and so I think that that's a really important piece is, is uh, awareness and honesty, honesty with myself and honesty with my husband in terms of a foundation to even make that decision to go into working together. And I just had something because um, to what Tally was saying, because I was doing this for 15 years or so before Tally came, came into the business and to further kind of add to what she was saying. Um, I didn't realize exactly what she was going through. So communication is very important. And it's usually it's, it's, it's the woman that, that knows how to communicate better most of the time. Um, so I was actually looking at this as, and, and still saying it for, for quite a while, uh, my business, my, my, mine, and she would from time to time correct me and said, hold on a second, I work here as well. It's ours, right? And I had to get this through, through my head as well, not seeing it as I am the one and she's just kind of no, working. And that may make, uh, I think it made a difference for Tally um, and it made a difference for me too, because as I said, this, this uh, combination could be very, very strong. Not every couple knows how to communicate, right? So I think it's not necessarily whether people are working together, it's how you resolve your conflicts, right? Because conflicts will come up. Conflicts come up in business, uh, whether it's your spouse or, or someone else, or conflicts come up in the relationship in between spouses. It's how you resolve your conflicts. If you can resolve your conflicts in the civilized manner that both of you learn from this, I think it's going to be successful uh, because at times, <clears throat> as we all know, some people just uh, would rather be kind of right than happy, right? So um, some people just with any conflict, they, they just need to win at, at any cost. And I don't think that it's, it's, it's going to be very beneficial, especially if you're trying to work together. So most of all, you know, you support each other, right? Uh, the relationship com comes first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a question. I just wanted to clarify one one thing. Uh, the the type of work you do, the thermography, just for those who don't actually know what that is, could you explain that? What what exactly that sort of diagnostic tool that you're using is? Sure. So thermography, as the name implies, it's thermal imaging. In other words, it measures the heat that naturally radiates uh, from the surface of your skin. Right. And based on different patterns, we can surmise of what's going on inside the body. So primarily, let me give you an example. Let's say if you have fever, right, your temperature goes up, you put the thermometer in your axilla or in your mouth or anywhere else, and there is a limit to what's normal and what's not normal. So let's say it goes past 
37, 38 degrees Celsius. Now we can surmise that you have fever. Why do you have fever? Well, probably you have some form of an infection. Okay. Um, the same thing goes to the rest of the body. Uh, so let's say if we see heat um, in, in the area of your knee, most likely either you have inflammation of the knee or maybe you have arthritis of the knee and so on and so forth, right? So if we have heat, for instance, uh, in a woman's breast, <clears throat> then not every uh, hot spot will indicate some form of uh, a problem. It's a little bit more complex than that. But if there is a difference, a substantial difference between two points of reference between, let's say, right breast and left breast, you know, mirror image of each other, then we can surmise then again, something is going on. So before any kind of malignant growth, there's going to be blood supply. And that blood supply is going to increase heat. Usually it's going to be asymmetrical and usually it's going to be unilateral. So again, without going kind of into, into details, basically that's what we're dealing with. Okay. Tally, sir, what were you going to say? Let me think. <laughs> Um, it had to do with um, more like the relationship side of things. I remember when Alex and I were having our initial discussions, it just prompted me when Alex said about, um, you know, that relationship comes first. I remember saying that there's no amount of money that would replace us having a good, solid, healthy relationship. Uh, so, so in terms of, again, just, what's important when we work together it's us because you know we need to be solid we need to be together um no matter what and and we run a family together you know so we have more than just the business we need to be good with each other on all fronts right so um so that was one of the things i wanted to say another thing just in terms of working together and probably a lot of people can can understand this whether they work together with their spouse or not uh, but I think working together with my spouse, one of the things that's really healthy and, and worth practicing is knowing when to say, okay, now is not the time for business. And at a certain time of the day, a certain part of the evening, et cetera. And I can tell you for myself, I, when I'm very excited about something, when I'm very invested, I could just, just go like, you know, blinders on and forget about who's around me and what's around me, um, which you know, it's great when you want to be productive for a while, but it's not really good for, for other things, for your relationships, for your family, your children, et cetera. And so um, it's been really good with, uh, with me and Alex because sometimes I get very excited. We actually just recently, this past Sunday, we hosted a, a conference online. It was huge. It was successful. It was amazing. And, and so especially when we're working on a project, a specific project, you know, and I get very excited and we're sitting down in the evening, we're ready to just relax. We've got our cup of, you know, chamomile tea, we're ready to put our feet up. And I say, oh, you know, did you contact so-and-so or, you know, what do you think about such and such? And, oh, let's not forget to, and, and he'll, you know, just like the other night, just look at me and say, okay. And just give me a certain look, but I know the look because we know that there's a time where it's time to turn that off because Tomorrow morning, we can pick it back up. The world is not going to explode, God forbid. Business is not going to crash, <laughs> you know, not, but we will savor and hone that beauty in our relationship and our togetherness. 
um, on a different level. There's being together on a business level, there's being together on a spiritual level, and, and there's being together on an intellectual level, and there's being together on an emotional connection level. And so it's really important to know when is what and to honor those things. When, when the two of you joined in the business together, um, did, was, did your vision change at all with where the business was going? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think that um, the direction changed much. Um, I was certainly glad to, to work with Tally because she has a lot of talents that, um, um, and, and naturally she, she brings something that, you know, I would never be able to get that, um, in, in someone that I would, let's say hire. And I've had people that over the years I wouldn't have to hire. Um, some were obviously incredibly good workers and and very conscientious but nothing comes close to family because you know it's a different incentive it's uh, again maybe maybe that that's just my experience obviously not every couple goes through the same thing uh that people have different skill sets and all that but uh no i i think i definitely feel more secure that i don't have to uh, go through another set of um, resumes that uh, sometimes it was just funny just looking at these resumes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think uh, it, it just made me maybe a little bit, I don't want to say more secure, uh, maybe um, um, that, well, uh, maybe a more more sure that that uh, i don't have to, to kind of to to be to worry about something else and another thing is and and that's something that i've kind of worked out with some of the people that worked with me before is that uh you know yes the customer is always right you know that's the old cliche but i also have to protect people that work with me so they to me they would come first and they always knew that no matter what happened i would always have their back too Naturally, you know, with your spouse, you know, you, you don't even have to think about those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's very good. Hundred percent. So, Tally, what is it that has you two working together make the business work better? What is it that allows you to supercharge results and success? For me, this is it's my family business and that there was a mind shift that happened for me that made that click was when I went from, I'm doing this for Alex and I moved to, this is our family business. And just that mind shift, it's ours, passion, my love, my, anything that I have gets invested in this because that's what I, I would do that with my children, right? So this is, this is a, a part of my family, my life, my, our livelihood together. Um, and so that's one thing that supercharges our business for sure. Another thing is really just loving what we do 
and feeling so confident that it really does make a difference. When I talk about thermography, you know, people call, I'm the one that they talk to first. And, and I tell them, you know, what thermography is, non-invasive, radiation-free, it's safe. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people know about thermography for breast thermography. More and more people are, are doing full body thermography. And when people ask questions, um, I'm excited to tell them more. And when someone calls for one thing, for example, they say, I, I want to make a, an appointment for a breast thermography appointment. I say, sure, great, no problem. And I ask them some questions. And, and then I'll always ask them, do you, um, do, do you know that we do other things? We offer other parts of the body as well. Oh, no, I didn't. Okay, I'm going to just share that with you so you know what we offer so you can choose if you'd like to do it or not. And I, and I love sharing about it because I want people to know what they have available to them because if they don't, they can't choose it. And if they find out later that it was available and I didn't tell them about it, they're going to wonder, why didn't you tell me about that? And so that was another realization that I had too that supercharged our business was realizing we have stuff to offer. Not everybody knows exactly what we have to offer. And if I don't open my mouth and tell them, then they don't know. And, and oftentimes, um, women who come in for just breast thermography will end up also doing something that we call cranial dental thyroid, right? So we do images of the facial area, the dental, the thyroid, because there's a lot of research showing connections between the dental pathology and other aspects of health around that area connected to breast and heart disease because of the neck being the, like a gateway between the two. And, and so when I share that, exactly like that with people. And I explain to them that if we see a hotspot on one cheek and a hotspot on the same side breast, there could be a connection and fixing one can potentially fix the other. We also see low grade dental infection. When we see heat in the face, there might not be any symptoms. Person might be taking good care of their teeth, et cetera, but the camera will show if there's any heat, which means there could be something starting and you can get it fixed before it gets worse. You know, so, so when people hear this, I'm excited to offer something that could potentially help someone in an area that they didn't know was even a problem before it becomes a really big problem that's really difficult to resolve. And, and a lot of people opt to take that additional imaging and come out really happy that they did. And, and so I'm not afraid to say, hey, this is what we have to offer because I know that it can make a difference and I'm not attached to them saying yes or no. If someone says, wow, thanks for telling me I'm not going to do that right now. Great. Let's get you going with your, whatever you came here for. So, so there's an aspect of um, really being confident and sure about what we have to offer and sharing about it confidently and being willing to hear a yes or a no. Mm -hmm. um, just one thing with regards to that, it, it sounds pretty incredible, the fact that if someone actually, if there's a hot spot in a sense in one area, that if they catch that in that one spot, uh, which is so valuable because of how it could spread to another area of the body and, and heat that area up too. Uh, question, how does someone who doesn't know about this how do they find someone like you or even know there's this possibility of this could save their life, actually? Good question. <laughs> so how that, people find... That's a very good question. Yeah. Um, 
You know, when I started this, um, and I was the first one to to bring this technology to uh, to Canada. When when I started this in 1999, really very few people knew about this. I find that when I go and lecture to medical conferences, and I always ask when before I start, um, and I'm asking doctors now, how many people are aware of this? Where Again, 20 years ago, it was uh, um, very, very un, un, uncommon and unusual. How to find people? You know, I've always wondered what brings people to different healers, to different um, practitioners. Sometimes it's just fate. I, I want to say, um, you know, there are no coincidences. So if people do their research, um, we, we get a lot of referrals from, from other healthcare providers. Yeah, I wish thermography was better known. And, and I wish uh, that more people would kind of have the right information about it. Because sometimes uh, people may have unreasonable expectations. And it's not a panacea. It's not something that, uh, you know... Um, shows everything like every technology it has certain limitations it definitely has um, certain advantages but when you combine that maybe with other types of technology when you combine that with a good knowledge of pathology with with uh, years or decades of clinical experience that's when when things kind of come together for that particular person where you know um it's all in the experience. It's all in, in the know-how, you know, as, as the old kind of saying goes, it's, it's easy once you know how, but uh, it's, it's getting the know-how that takes decades, right? Yeah, in terms of, in terms of um, just to say a little bit, uh, in addition to what Alex said about how people get to know us, yeah, definitely how people come to think about their healing their health is a really important thing in terms of what mindset people are coming from because that you know if someone is just relying on conventional uh practices then they'll they'll just go down that path someone who is has the type of mind of how can i do things in a non-invasive or healthy way in a natural way in a way that's going to preserve my health not um treat symptoms how do I, you know, be on top of things, be preventive, right? So these are the, that there's a certain mindset, not every now. So some people find us because they're looking from that mindset and they definitely find us. Some people don't have that mindset initially. Um, so, so people come to, we get a lot of people through word of mouth. Uh, you know, Alex has been doing this in Canada now for over 20 years. So we've got a lot of, you know, sisters and mothers and brothers, et cetera, and friends um, as Alex mentioned, also health practitioners, and we are starting to see and would really like to see more of conventional doctors mm -hmm. seeing thermography as a beneficial adjunct tool, because if a, a doctor is a doctor because they want to help people be healthy, then I would really hope that they would want as much power behind their diagnoses as possible. So as much information as possible. So adding thermography to someone's spectrum of 
how to determine what my patient is dealing with um, from a diagnostic perspective. I'm not talking prevention now, but from a diagnostic perspective, um, I would really love for doctors to see this as a powerful and positive adjunct tool for them and for their patients. I can see it being a much more targeted approach for the physician or any healthcare practitioner once you, if you can identify areas that are that are um, of con- are, are of concern. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's an extension. It's basically, it's just like your, your annual physical. It's an extension of your physical exam. So what do I mean by that? So in some cases, we have people that are coming in with particular symptoms. And yes, we can verify or say, you know what, maybe uh, the, the pain in your elbow is not really in, the, in your elbow. It actually stems from, from your spine or, you know, the, the numbness that you feel in the lower extremity, it has nothing to do with the lower extremity. Again, it comes from the spine or this or that. Um, on hand, it's so kind of important to realize that in many cases, either people get used to certain discomforts mm-hmm. or they're simply in an early stage or early phase of that disease process where they're still asymptomatic. So uh, years ago, I, I was taught by a patient that had rheumatoid arthritis, right? Which is a very painful, very destructive type of uh, a disease. So uh, I would image her preemptively looking at where is the inflammation, even before she would get pain there, and try and treat that locally, right, to, to, to avoid the damage that the inflammation then ensues, right, as, as it becomes inflamed and all that, it, it really damages people's bones and, and everything else. So... I would point the camera and see where where's her next flare-up is going to be. Mm-hmm. So it would give me an indication of where I have to go first to to preempt the damage that she's going to, to get. So that's basically, you know, ideally, that would be uh, kind of um, a very good thing for, for people to have, let's say, an annual thermal imaging head-to-toe evaluation as an extension of their physical exam, because we can see certain things that are not simply not shown on any other test. It's extraordinary. And just the preventative measures as well as the targeted approach for treatment. Just one last thing I'll say, and I'll leave it with you, Nikki. Um, when you were, Tally, when you were speaking about, the, I, think, I think you said the cranial um, dental, dental thyroid, thyroid, that whole area there, especially female related because females tend to have the hormonal or thyroid issues and so forth, which is fascinating. I can see just that there, the impact that just identifying those areas there could have on a woman's um, functioning her, even her level, her mood, her level of functioning in the world where she feels better about herself. I can see psychologically that having a huge impact on women, especially at certain stages of the life as we get older and where hormones are really shifting around and so forth. And if we've got other things happening related to dental, um, then that's just partnering up with individuals who are in that field of working with women's health. The different right. stages could be such a benefit for so many women out there that are struggling in the, the area and not know what's happening. 100%. Absolutely. You're just bang on with that. 
And everything is connected. Everything is connected to everything else, right? So it's very important that people understand that the, you know, it's, you may have a symptom in one or another part of the body, but it's, it's not, it's not just there. It's, it's everywhere. It just happens to be manifesting right now in the breast or in or in there, but you can't just address it locally. Well, I really want- Sorry, Talia, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I really want to get this done for myself very soon. Good. <laughs> well, I know, I, I know a gal. Teresa, I know a gal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I, they sound like they are the best. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up kind of women's hormones and all that, because even women with uh, fibrocystic breasts or women with, with cancer history or women that have already had breast cancer, and it, it stupefies me to, to no end when, when I ask them, is anyone checking their hormones? And they look at me like I'm from another planet. No. Well, how come my doctor doesn't doesn't do that? Well, your doctor is not responsible for your health. You are responsible for your health. And I wish more and more women would take that proactive approach and say, whether I'm in perimenopause and menopause, hormones are very important, not just to women, to men too. It's just that women are more responsive to this and more in tune with their bodies. Men really need to be in rough, rough, shape to ask for women that are a little wiser than that um and you know when when it comes to thyroid you know, it's like 40 percent of of women between the ages of 40 to 60 are undiagnosed hypothyroid they may be 300 pounds overweight losing hair uh can't sleep they're cold all the time and their, their skin is dry and just because their TSA test, thyroid stimulating hormone, comes back within a normal kind of, uh, limit. Symptoms are ignored. So what I'm going to suggest is that the lab results are not as important as the symptoms, obviously, right? So are we treating a piece of paper or are we treating a, a human being? And it's very important that, as I said, women take, and men too, take responsibility for health and, and don't just rely on someone else telling you, oh, you're okay or you're okay. If you're not feeling well, then start searching, start, start doing something about this, start talking to people, get referrals, you know, go, go see someone. Yeah. Improving the quality of life, like right there, thyroid and Hashimoto seems to be a big one nowadays too. I've noticed in hypothyroidism, um, but this just, this just sounds like it's, a, it's almost like, a, as you said, even if you go to your, your checkup with your dentist, you get x-rays, bite wings to check on your dental work to see how you need any fillings on your checkups. Well, this here sounds like the same sort of thing. And it's, it's a way of just checking to see how are things going in your body that you may not really notice yet, but it's a way of really taking care and taking responsibility, as you said, for your own health. Nobody else will. In, in many instances, things are still asymptomatic. Um, and I, I even published a study in 2012 showing that 70% of the patients that we studied were actually asymptomatic. And only within a year or six months the symptoms will develop. So things can become very, very kind of early signs of that early inflammation before you actually feel pain. 
here and there, specifically maybe in your in your mouth. That early sign is going to give you a signal that maybe can save your tooth, maybe can save your immune system a lot of aggravation because you know when when it comes to root canals, when it comes to implants, all sorts of things that are put into people's mouths really don't belong there. All right, let's move back to the business end of things. So, <laughs> Tally. Yes. Um, when you spoke about how you would go and tell people, hey, these are the other services we have, and you give them the opportunity to choose without being attached, sounds to me like you were bringing your, your queen of enrollment and registration skills to the table. Yes. And that made it powerful. And because you're in a family business, you were more likely to do that. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, I would say I would say that that's correct. Yeah. Right on. And you're you folks are in a business right now that is groundbreaking technology, but the uptake in Canada is not as high as you want it to be, or even the United States. Correct. Absolutely. So just on that note, um, what we do, in addition to having our own clinic, and Alex mentioned that there are other clinics, what that means that we have other clinics is that Alex has developed a whole um, training system, um, training other people, whether they're already health practitioners or they're not, and they want to get into the health space with this technology, oftentimes because they've had their own personal experience, maybe themselves or maybe a family member and they want to start offering thermography. So we train people in the use of thermography, how right. to start it in their location or add it to their current practice. We have a software program, again, that Alex and a couple of engineers developed. And so they get onboarded onto our technology and they can offer thermography in their location and have the reports provided to them through us from the central location. So that is one of the ways that, that Alex's vision of spreading the use of thermography has, has happened. And we definitely want that to happen more. In a yeah, bigger of course, way. Right? Yeah, yeah, in a, in a way bigger way. So, so I'm gonna ask you some very direct and specific questions, right? So kind of bullet point answers. So the ideal, uh, customer for you guys in terms of using the technology to serve people is who i'm talking about clinics who are the oh, ideal clinic. customers chiropractors physiotherapists um nurse yeah, practitioners physicians uh dentists just about just about everyone who no, don't say that, Alex. Don't say that, Alex. That, that's that's way too broad. Don't say that. Don't okay. say that. All that's right. not you go you go broad, you go broke. You go narrow, you get rich. You need to like get narrower, not broader. All right. So that's the first thing. Don't, don't go just about anybody. Those are the worst words to say. Think about this more deeply because I think it's good. You mentioned a few people, but I think if you can hone in on some groups in particular, we can really blow that up for you, right? We can really go deep into that group. And then we can go deep into a second group and a third group and a fourth group. It's better to do it that way than go, oh, we'll do it for all of them. No, you'd be so all things to all people. It doesn't work, right? Here. Yeah, exactly. So so practitioners who, who can provide follow-up service 
once they have the thermographic results. Okay, that, those practitioners, so naturopath, chiropractor, physiotherapist. Um, yeah, those are uh, perfect. Inter integrative medical doctors, functional medicine doctors. So, okay, so I got some people to connect you with, some people in our East Circle community, and um, looking forward to having that follow-up conversation with you guys, because I think there's a lot we can do to assist you guys in blowing up to the next level, and it's time. The time is now, and you're ready. Okay, so we like to wrap up each and every single one of our incredible Thought Leader Revolution interviews by asking you, as our guest expert, what are your top three expert action steps? So bullet point truth quickly we're going to have each of you say it. Alex, top three pieces of advice for my listener. Take their life, their health, their business to the next level. Go. Be passionate about what you do. It makes a difference. To follow up. We've made many plans and sometimes uh, we drop the ball by not following up. And three, if you don't grow, you die. Very good. That's very true. Be passionate about what you do. Follow up. Follow up, and if you if you don't grow, you die. Love it. All right, Tally, your turn. Go. Be honest with yourself and the people you work with. Say what really matters to you. Be honest. Number two, boldly share what you have to offer. So when you're in business, you're in business because you want to make a difference for people in some way. Share about that unabashedly and don't worry if people say no, just keep on going. Yeah. And number three, have fun. Ooh, yeah. Love it. Just have fun. Remember, this is your life. So just enjoy it and have fun every step of the way. Do awesome. things, add things into your life to make things fun. Amazing. Amazing. And if people want to come, and find out about your clinic and what you do, or if they're a practitioner and they want to find out how to get the technology, where do they go? Thermographyclinic.com. How simple is that? Thermographyclinic.com. Thermographyclinic.com. So listener, Alex and Tally, Tally and Alex, they are the real deal. This thermography stuff, is incredible. It's going to help you have imaging done in a non-invasive way. You're not going to have the negative effects of an x-ray. You're not going to have some of the potentially negative effects of some of the other things like MRIs and CAT scans. This is gentle, non-invasive, but highly effective. You should look into it. You should find out about it. And if you're a practitioner, oh my God, you need this stuff. Dr. Val needs this stuff, right? Teresa, Darlene uh -huh. Dustin needs this stuff. Dr. Kazemi needs this stuff. Jimmy Fung needs this stuff. Everybody needs this stuff. So make sure you go there in the show notes at the website or wherever you have to listen to this podcast, you take advantage of those. So that's number one. And if you got something out of this episode, remember the fee for listening to this episode, which we take time and spend money to produce for you and don't charge for, is you share it with someone who needs the message. So do that. If it wasn't any good, then don't do it. But if it was good, then share it because that's the way we grow. That's the way we help people. Listen, right now, more than ever, having been isolated for two years, people need that connection. People need that love. People need to hear that you care about them. 
And one way to say you care is to give them a message that's going to uplift them. You should be in the job of uplifting people every single day anyways. And how you can uplift them is share the good work done here at the Thought Leader Revolution podcast and by incredible guests like Talia and Alex and by the amazing, fabulous Teresa. So make sure that you do that. Remember, life is a people game. It's nothing other than a people game. And remember, business is a people game. It's nothing other than a people game. Sales is a people game. It's nothing other than a people game. Sales is an act of deep love and service. And so all of this comes together when you share your love, you share your heart, you share your greatness with everybody around you. Make sure you do that. And listen, if you are also thinking, I got a business, I'm stuck, I need to make more money, I got to get to another level, then what you need to do is go to eastcircleacademy.com. Click on the button in the top right-hand corner, which says book a success call. That way you get on a call with the one, the only, the legendary Nikki Baloo, a.k.a. moi. And I'll sit down with you and I will help you with pure love, passion, and energy. Figure out how to get unstuck and go from tragic to magic in your business this year. Because that's what you deserve. That's what you need. That's what everybody's got. All right. Make sure you take advantage of that. Tally and Alex, the fabulous darling Teresa. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Spin it on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guests, the one and only Tally and Alex, go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. And to find out more about my fabulous sweetheart, Teresa, go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com or wherever you happen to listen to your podcast, be it iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible, Google Play, or anywhere else. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.